Welcome to the SportsCapping.com podcast with free handicapping advice, odds insights, picks, and predictions to help you beat the sports book. And now your hosts, Jack Jones and Brandon Lee. Welcome to the SportsCapping.com podcast. This is your host, Jack Jones. It's Super Bowl week. It's the Carolina Panthers and Denver Broncos. Uh, fellow sports capping handicapper Brandon Lee joins me today. Uh, Brandon, it's good to have you back. Hey, excited to be back. Uh, ready to talk some Super Bowl 50 with you. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, how about the Panthers opening up as three and a half point favorites and then, uh, you know, all the money coming in, driving that line up to five and a half. Uh, what do you make? What do you make of this line move? I mean, I think it makes sense, um, you know, just based on how good Carolina looked in their two playoff wins. Um, you know, Denver didn't really dominate either game um though they you know did win convincingly i think in my mind in both contests um but you know you get the public all over carolina odds makers don't really have a choice here with all the action that's coming in but to move the line up yeah it's a pretty big jump for a super bowl but uh it definitely makes sense uh just when you look at how dominant the panthers have been uh we're not going to be giving out a uh, actual premium pick on the game, but we we are going to give out some free prop bets. Uh, the Super Bowl prop list it keeps growing every year. There are literally thousands of different prop bets that can be placed. Uh, many don't even have to do with the game itself. The there's the coin toss, heads or tails. A um, couple of special ones for this particular game are. Uh, how many times will dab or dabbing be said by the announcers? The over-under is two for that. Uh, will the first Panthers player to score a touchdown give the ball to a boy or a girl? Uh, boys minus 200, girls plus 150. Then there's the usual, uh, what color will Gatorade be? Uh, the, the, be poured on the winning head coach. Uh, another interesting one that I found was Will Peyton Manning announce his retirement in the post-game interview. Uh, yes is actually... Minus a thousand, so you get got about a thousand dollars to win a hundred. So it, it's pretty almost certain that he's going to be announced in his retirement after the game. Uh, we're not going to be giving out any of these pro, uh, props that don't have to do with the game, but it's certainly fun to talk about. Brandon, have you seen any other crazy props that uh, stick out to you? Yeah, I found a couple interesting ones that you didn't already mention. Um, you know, the first being how many wings will Buffalo Wild Wings sell on Super Bowl Day? Uh, they got the over/under set on at that at uh, 12 million um, <laughs> minus 120 odds for both of those. Uh, my favorite one by far, though, <clears throat> is will there be an earthquake in the game? Um, and uh, the only option there is to bet yes, and it's only plus 1,000 odds. Um, you know, the odds, considering how unlikely it is that there will be an earthquake. Um, I, those are not good odds. So hopefully none of our listeners will um, take it or get enticed by that uh, wager. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you got to be uh, a complete degenerate to bet yes on that prop. That wildwing one, wildwing one's interesting. Uh, they're going to be counting up all the bones or what? I, I don't know how in the world they even figure that one out. That's crazy. Uh, Twelve million wings though. That's a lot. Yeah. Regardless of what goes over and under, that's, I mean, it's, they're obviously expecting quite a few. So <laughs> I've definitely ordered Buffalo Wild Wings for a Super Bowl party before. So that makes sense. Uh, all right, Brandon, Brandon and I are each going to be giving out our top 10 favorite prop bets. Uh, we're going to list them, uh, ranking them one to 10 with one being the strongest. Um, we're going to start with our 10th ranked prop and work down. Uh, Brandon, start us off with your 10th favorite prop bet for Super Bowl 50. 
All right. Well, there's a lot of different prop bets uh, based off the total margin of victory by either team in this game. Um, the one that I like is the winning margin over seven and a half on um, the odds on that are minus 115. Uh, big reasoning here. Um, the average margin of a Super Bowl victory has been 14.2. Um, you know, I know last year's game was really close and the perception is that we have two really good defensive teams, um, you know, that that's going to lead to a low scoring tight game. Um, but, you know, just based on history, I, I, I like the value here. Yeah, that's not bad at even money there. 14 and a half, four, over 14 points a game margin. You get, if you like Carolina, you definitely got to like the, the, that, that bet as well. Uh, the longest field goal made, uh, I'm going to go with my number 10. Uh, prop being the longest field goal made over 44 and a half yards it's at minus 120 um, you got perfect weather in Santa Clara and uh, I just you know I think about it and basically a team's got to make a field goal from the 28 yard line where, where the balls on the 28 yard line are out um, and I just think at some point during the game that's going to happen I, I think uh, you know these are two really good kickers too and Gano and McManus but uh, so I think Easily, there will be at least a 45-yarder. I know, I'm pretty sure there will be at least one attempted. So, just gotta hope they make it. Um, Brandon, what's your ninth favorite prop? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Cam Newton throws an interception, uh, minus 150 here. So the odds makers are leaning towards this happening. Um, yeah, I just think Denver's defense is gonna be able to put pressure on him, make him a little bit uncomfortable. I'm not saying he's gonna have a bad game by any means, but you know, I expect one bad throw there. And with Denver's talent in the secondary, I, I look for one of them to get picked off. Yeah, it's a pretty good price for for that prop. I I definitely agree with you there on that one. Uh, my ninth favorite is gonna be Carolina converts a fourth down. You get plus 145 uh on yes uh that they will convert a fourth down i mean cam newton's so good at short yardage situations uh i i definitely picture a fourth and one opportunity where you know riverboat ron decides he needs to go for it and uh with newton or either jonathan stewart delivering uh seems like pretty good odds to me at plus 145 there since you get the plus money yeah, don't hate it there. Just hopefully they get that fourth and one for you. Yeah, yeah. We're fourth and two. I mean, you never know. Uh, what's your what's your eighth favorite prop, Brandon? All right, uh, same prop here, different quarterback, uh, but a different side of it. I'm going to go with Manning doesn't throw an interception. Uh, great value here at plus 185. Um, he, ha he hasn't thrown an interception in 78 attempts since returning to the lineup in week 17 against the Chargers. Uh, I, I think he's playing better than what people realize. And uh, I know giving it's Manning, I, I really think there's a good chance that he uh, takes care of the football here. Yeah, just his perception right now uh, being done for definitely helps with the value there. Uh, but he definitely hasn't made any mistakes here down the stretch. Uh, my eighth favorite is going to be total field goals attempted over four. Uh, you get plus 130 on that. This one kind of goes in line with the my tenth favorite on the over 44 and a half for longest field goal. But uh, I, I just look for I definitely look for a defensive game here. Uh, you know, they just got to attempt one field goal per quarter to get a push here and. Uh, you know, I, I, both teams will will buckle down in the red zone and limit limit the touchdowns in this game. And I really like the over four uh, at plus one thirty. That's a lot of field goals. <laughs> eh, yeah, it's not a ton. It's not a ton. But yeah, I I don't know. Four is about about normal. Three and a half is probably about average. But uh, right. 
for this particular game, I do like the over. Um, you could definitely take three and a half and lay a little more juice on that too at five dimes, which is where we got all these uh, props from. But um, Brandon, what's your seventh favorite? All right, I'm going to take Greg Olson, uh, Carolina Panthers tight end, over five and a half receptions. Um, he's had six catches in each of Carolina's two playoffs games. Um, he's clearly Cam Newton's number one target um, and his biggest safety valve in the offense. Uh, given Denver's ability to put pressure on the quarterback, uh, I, I look for uh, Olsen to be a primary target um, early and often in this one. All right, I'm going to go with uh, my seventh prop as Cam Newton over 41.5 rushing yards. Uh, it's minus 110 on both sides of this one. Um, you know, the, the pass rush by Denver is great, but it's going to open up some opportunities for Newton in this game. And I, I think he'll be able to step up and make plenty of t- uh, uh, plays with his feet. Um, the over-under for his rush attempts for the game is 10. He averages 4.8 yards per carry on the season. Uh, just doing quick math there, that's 48 yards if he gets 10 attempts. But um, I, I just think he's going to have to do more with his legs than usual against this Denver pass rush. And I think uh, he's going to go over 41.5 yards. Yeah, uh, well, actually, moving on to my number six here, uh, I'm going to go complete disagreement on that one. I actually feel like I'm going to take the under 41.5 on Cam Newton's rushing yards. I feel like this is an inflated number. Newton couldn't be – the perception on Newton could be any higher right now. Um, You know, you can make a strong argument that Denver is the best defense that Newton has faced. They're going to have two weeks, and and you know that their primary focus during this time – you know, is stopping Cam Newton. Uh, you know, the closest defense to me in terms of Denver is Seattle. In the two games against the Seahawks this season, he combined for 33 total rushing yards um, with just three in the playoff games a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I think that's the only one we have that it, uh, is the same prop and the only disagreement. So um, that's all right. We'll see how that one turns out. Uh, I'm going to go with my number six on total touchdowns under five and a half for the entire game, uh, minus 145. Again, this kind of goes along with my thinking on the field goals. going to be a lot of field goals attempted, not a lot of touchdowns. Total touchdowns under five and a half, minus 145. Um, you know, the last four Denver games um, have seen four, uh, no more than four total touchdowns in any of the four games. So I know Carolina is a better offensive team, but I think – Denver is the type of defense that can can hold them in check, and we already know that um, Carolina has one of the best defenses as well. So I, I think there's not going to be more than five touchdowns scored in this one. Yeah, hard to argue with that one. Good deal. Uh, what's your number five? All right, I'm going to take C.J. Anderson, over 58.5 rushing yards, uh, Denver running back. Uh, odds here, minus 115. Uh, Anderson has rushed for 70 or more yards in four straight games. He's got 15 or more carries in each of the last three games. You know, I know Carolina has a really good run defense, um, but you can be assured that they're not going to load the box here. Um, they're going to pay a lot of respect to Manning and his ability to read the defense and pick them apart in the secondary. Uh, I look for Manning to check into some good plays and for Anderson to take advantage. I like that one as well. Um, I'm going to go with my fifth best as uh, Owen Daniels over two and a half receptions. It's minus 150, so you do have to pay a little juice here. But uh, I just think Manning is going to utilize that quick passing game, and he's always loved his tight ends. And Daniels uh, this season has had at least two receptions in 15 of 18 games. 
Um, so, so I mean, he's got multiple receptions, uh, you know, 83% of the time. So uh, he's just got to get to three here, and I think he'll have no problem doing that. Yeah, can't argue with that one. Uh, seems like it's touchdown or nothing for Daniels a lot of times, but, you know, two, three catches isn't much. Yeah. All right, what's your uh, number four? All right, I'm going to take a um, same prop, uh, different receiver, though, on Denver. I'm going to take Emmanuel Sanders over five and a half catches. Um, odds here plus 115. Uh, he has only caught five uh, exactly in each of the last three games um, since Manning has returned here. Uh, late in the season, um, but I expect him to get a lot more targets in this game. Um, Demarius Thomas will likely be guarded by Josh Norman. Hopefully he doesn't line up against Sanders or this will be no good, but I, I think Thomas will be the primary focus of Carolina's defense. Uh, that's going to force Sanders uh, or Manning to look Sanders' way um, a lot more than he normally would. Yeah, I like the strategy behind that prop with uh, Norman guarding uh, Thomas for sure. Uh, I like your thought process there. Uh, my, I'm going to go with another Cam Newton rushing prop that is very similar to the one before, but my number four is going to be Cam Newton longest rush over 12 and a half yards, uh, minus 115. Uh, you know, that Denver pass rush, again, I think, you know, they're not going to be perfect in uh, playing sound gap football. I think there's going to be a time where Newton's going to find a huge gap and get at least a 13-yard gain here, which is what all it would take to get the, the over on this prop. So, uh, that's my fourth favorite. Brandon, what's your third favorite? Yeah, I'm going to piggyback off my last one, and I'm going to go with Emmanuel Sanders over 69.5 receiving yards. Uh, great odds here, too, plus 110. He's had 62 or more receiving yards in five straight games. Um, you know, you factor in the more throws coming his way with Thomas getting guarded by Norman and uh, Denver and Carolina's ability to stop the run, which is going to force Denver to throw um, a little more than they probably would like to in this game. Um, so I'll, I think he's going to be the primary beneficiary of that, and uh, he'll go over his uh, 70 yards in this one. Yep, some of these go hand-in-hand. Hand. I like it. Uh, uh, my third favorite is going to be the, Car- the Carolina um, total players attempting a, a rush attempt um, under four and a half. So four or fewer players can can run the football uh, for the entire game. So um, it's minus 145 on this prop, so it is a favorite. But um, only three players get the bulk of the carries for this team. It's Newton, Jonathan Stewart, and Mike Tolbert. Um, you know, ten, Ted Ginn does get an end around every once in a while, uh, but he still only had six rush attempts in 18 games this season. So uh, even if he does get an attempt here, uh, that's still only four players. Um, you know, as long as it's not, it doesn't turn into a blowout, um, and the backups don't come in like, like they did against, uh, Arizona where they, they only had four players with rushing attempts until, uh, complete garbage time there for Arizona when Fozzie Whitaker came in, uh, and then also, uh, Derek Anderson kneeled the ball. So that counted. So, you know, it'd be a bad, bad break to get, uh, you know, the situation where the backup quarterback comes in or the backup running back. But as long as this game is played somewhat tight, I don't see Carolina trusting, uh, Cameron Otters Payne or Fozzie Whitaker to come in and, and handle the ball. So I like the under four, four and a half uh, players with a rushing attempt here. Yeah, that's uh, it seems like a very high number. That's an interesting prop for them to set. Uh, the number for them to set seems seems high. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, Brandon, what's your second favorite prop? All right. Well, we have, we've had plenty of field goal props here. 
Uh, my favorite one by far of all of them is uh, both teams make a field goal of 33 or more yards. Um, good odds here at plus 110. Um, you know, I, I think there's going to be some touchdowns in this game, but uh, I also think given the talent we have at the quarterback position, you're going to and the talent on defense, you're going to get a, a lot of drives. Um, that get into the opposing teams and you know not everyone's going to end in a touchdown and I I think each team will kick a field goal here and I'll take my chances that they're 33 or more yards yeah I like that one too Uh, I've got enough field goal props already but I do like that one too Uh, I'm going to go with uh, my second favorite being Peyton Manning under 36 pass attempts for the entire game Uh, it's minus 120 Uh, I I just think the Broncos know better than to put everything on Manning's shoulders. And, you know, I know you like the C.J. Anderson over rushing yards, and I I, I like that one as well, kind of for this reason. I just think that they're going to rely very heavily on their running game. Um, You know, uh, Manning uh, attempted 32 passes against New England, 37 against Pittsburgh. That's an average of 34.5 in the two playoff games. Uh, But Carolina does a really good job of controlling the ball themselves and the time of possession, and that's going to limit Manning's opportunities as well. So, that kind of goes hand in hand with this. Uh, so I like Manning under 36 pass attempts. No arguments here. I, it's it's, it's a tough one for me, but uh, I, I see your reasoning behind it. Okay. Uh, all right. This is this is the one. This is the one you want to win the most. What's your number one favorite prop bet? All right, Peyton Manning over one touchdown pass. Um, you know, minus 160 odds here, so you are gonna have to pay a little. Um, in, with Carolina's, you know, while I like C.J. Anderson rushing the ball and he's going to have, you know, his carries and getting his yards, um, when it comes to the red zone, I don't think they're going to be able to line up and run it down Carolina's throat uh, unless you expect Denver to kick field goals this whole game or don't score at all. Um, I think Manning's going to throw at least one touchdown pass. Uh, the beauty of this prop bet, you know, maybe if it doesn't go over, there's a very good chance he gets at least one and it pushes. Um, but, you know, I, I think he throws at least two here um, as uh, he uh, proves the doubters wrong, wrong and rides off into the sunset. And I really like this one, too. I'm surprised I didn't see it. Uh, you know, even though I like a low-scoring game and whatnot, it just sounds like, you know, the worst case there is a push. And uh, it. so I, I just – I don't see how you can possibly lose on that one, which I I always love that. I love that having that opportunity. Um, So uh, my favorite, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a pretty big favorite here um, uh, on the juice, which, but I I think it's worth laying it. Um, This one is: Will Luke Keekley intercept a pass? No, I'm gonna go with no minus two seventy. Um, the yes is plus two thirty that he will intercept a pass. I just think for one person to to intercept a pass and to to get those kind of odds on it is, is 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 great because, I mean, the chances of him actually intercepting a pass are not that good. Um, but the fact that he's intercepted a pass and returned uh, it for a touchdown in both playoff games, I think that's fresh on the the mind of the betting public. So, uh, when all reality, the chances of him him doing that were not very good, um, and for him to get another interception in a third straight game, not very good. So I think. Uh, Manning's gonna have uh, gonna be paying close attention to where he's at at all times because um, he knows uh, how good of a player he is. So I think he's gonna try to avoid him as much as possible. And Manning hasn't thrown a touchdown in three straight games, so he has been taking care of the ball. So uh, he might throw a pick in this one, but it's got to be to Keekley, and I don't think it will be. Yeah, you could have said any Carolina player not getting an interception. I would have liked it. Um, yeah, because you like the. Uh, 
I don't I, I don't think he'll throw one in the game. Yeah. Um, but to you know touch on your point, uh, Manning is very smart and he knows how to pick um, the weakest link in the secondary, and uh, Keekley is definitely not it. No, I think Cortland Finnegan will be uh, one of one of his targets, and hopefully Emmanuel Sanders is matched up against him for you. So you yeah. get both overs on that prop bet. Um, all right, man. I hope these. Uh, I hope the listeners can make some money off of these free props. Uh, I think we kind of need a wager of our own here too, Brandon. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, I think the best playing was you know we got one prop bets that's different so you know let's throw a steak dinner on cam newton's rushing yards ah i like it i like it oh man i love me some steak too so so that's that's perfect uh so we'll we'll uh we'll bet us we'll bet a steak dinner on cam newton's rushing yards over under 41 and a half i got the over brandon's got the under um good luck to everybody out there this super bowl weekend and you know head on over to sportscapping.com and and check us out we're gonna have uh premium picks on the super bowl um that are better than these free ones but uh definitely hope hopefully we can make you guys some money on these free picks uh all right brandon uh let's do it again uh soon all right man sounds good take it easy all right you too bye Thanks for listening to the sportscapping.com podcast. For more free picks and predictions, be sure to visit us at sportscapping.com.